0: Sports fans rejoice. You're listening to my team, my voice with MTMV Sports. Yo, what's good? It's your boy CJ King. Look, and I'm rocking with the homie Rich in there. I'm going to need y'all to keep it locked right here on MTMV Sports. I don't do the most, but I do a lot. I'm going to make a toast because we still alive. No big, I feel like pop shoot the shot. I'm coming in. Hey, how y'all doing? This is Rick Sincere with MCNV Sports. Geek, geek, geek to be joined today by Ashley jong um, coach of Grace Christian <laughs> University. And the reason I'm so geek today in particular is because now, the first time we have talking, you guys are coming off of something crazy. You're coming off of a seven-game win streak, and you guys are just in a phenomenal place. How are you feeling right now?
1: Oh, we feel fantastic. I mean, just starting off the second half of the season here, uh, we, we've lost one game. We had a big tournament down in Florida that we, we go to every year, and uh, we went 3-0 and down there. They were all three teams in the NCCAA, so all conference games. Um, really successful trip down there. Came back. We had a game against uh, one of our local foes here, Cornerstone, um, and we lost to them, but that's been our only loss since. And it's nice to have our um all-American senior back Miranda Carlson. It's great to have our point guard back Bree Harris. Um she went she under they both actually went uh under surgery, one mm. for her ankle, the other for her wrist. Um and they're both back and they're working hard and they're they're helping us and um our players are just stepping up this year and and we're on fire right now and um doesn't seem like there's any stopping for us.
0: Now, you've had a, a player that kind of came up this year a little bit, and, and I haven't seen – I've seen – you know, we've been watching the team and following you guys for a little while now, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. But I haven't really seen the rise of Megan George like that. Tell me about Megan and, and how, how she's been doing this year.
1: Oh, man. Megan George is – she's a phenomenal player. I mean, last year, um, you know, it was our first year coming in, not re- – you know, understanding who she was at the beginning. She's got the best mid range shot. Um, her free throws, if, if you've looked at any of her free throws, uh, she's actually second in the nation in the NCCAA division two, um, with, I think she's at about 84%. So her jumper is just amazing. Her three point has improved tremendously. Um, and of course, after all the, you know, Kobe passing away, Gigi, um, mm. she's just, She's just been mambacito mode, and, wow. and it's, it's been awesome, yeah, she just texted me and she's watching film, she's reviewing film, uh she's getting in the gym getting shots in working on her weaknesses and so this year that's that's the difference is the mindset and and last year, you know we we had we had an idea of what she could do um but as coaches and a, and a coaching staff, we're still trying to figure out. Who we are, not not just as coaches, but who we are as a team. Um, and so this year, it's been, it's been awesome because she's kind of unleashed something that we we really didn't see last year. Um, with Miranda getting hurt this year, um, our all-American senior, she stepped up into that role in that first half of the season. Um, she just she opened up and she just went off, and and she, there's no stopping her right now. She's just like I said, Mama mode, She's in the gym getting work done. It's her junior year. She's ready to go and. Uh, She's just excited, so and her energy and positivity is amazing.
0: Now, you've mentioned um, Kobe Bryant and and that loss, and I I know that his loss will have a great impact on a lot of basketball players. You even saw it in the NBA, how players just kind of stepped up that game immediately, right? Oh, yeah. Um, How would you say that it's impacted your team?
1: Man, it's just – I mean, you hear everyone say It's not just the basketball community. People that Mm -hmm. don't even watch basketball, they know who Kobe is um and I was actually just listening to a podcast yesterday I don't remember who it was um but they were just talking about how man I I was never really a big Kobe fan and um you can you can never doubt the fact that he's one of the great greatest player of all time you can never doubt that no matter how much you like or you don't like him um you you can't you can't just say that he wasn't a good player um you know he's he's had things that has happened in his life but so has everybody else And the last few years that he got to spend here on Earth, he he made it matter. He made it matter for his family. He made it matter for his daughters, his wife, um, and women's basketball. It's just been amazing what an advocate he has been for women's basketball, supporting um, and just being that that type of role model where people can look up to. Um, And his Mamba mentality just inspires, I mean, like you said, the NBA, the basketball community, um, his motivational speakers uh, that he's been going to, you know, different colleges. And, mm-hmm. you know, I've been doing a lot of listening to him and just trying to understand, like, what is this Mamba mentality? What did he mm. do? And how did he get there? And um, it's crazy because it's not relatable just to basketball. It's, it's relatable to life. And so trying to transfer that and use that um, mentality and to just bring that, you know, into the aspect of life and uh, try to, portray that and push that onto the girls and say hey it doesn't matter I'm not talking just about basketball but you know you if you put if you put your hard work into uh what you want to do you're going to succeed and you're going to do and get what you want want to get done
0: I love it in the beginning of the year you guys were on a different type of a streak it was a seven game losing streak you were heading yeah. into a game against Andrew University um In that case, what do you believe, like in the beginning of the year, what was the issue? What was kind of happening there um, in the beginning where we just kind of couldn't get the ball rolling? What was going on in the beginning?
1: Yeah. So, I mean, every year we start at the end of September. I think it was like maybe Monday, September 30th. Um, And leading up to that, you know, we do our open gyms two or three times a week. Uh We started doing our conditionings that are, you know, every other day that isn't an open gym. Um, So we try to uh, prepare ourselves that way um and we never really know what we're gonna get so when we started this season we actually started with um 18 that were committed on the roster good to go um one was a twin of our six foot center ashley hook um, yeah and she decided that she was just going to go back to where she was playing um and it, it didn't work out so then you know that went down to 17 we had and you 14. were
0: excited about her i remember oh, absolutely yeah. yeah i was excited yeah. too because i was like yo that's gonna be crazy
1: yeah exactly and and we were really excited because, you know, coach was uh, our head coach and, and him just doing a bunch of studying all summer to see what kind of offense we want to put in. And, um, and you know, that kind of fell through. And so that uh, we had one player that, you know, financial aid stuff didn't work out for her. And then one player that absolutely loved campus and the school, but just the commitment was too much for her. And so, you know, we went quickly from 18 to 15. And then we had players that – um. One player that was in soccer, we had two in cross country, Megan George being one of them. Um, and then we had maybe four, one, two, three, four. We had four players that played volleyball as well that uh, conflicts with, you know, half of our season as well and the ending of volleyball season. So uh, we struggled in a sense that we didn't really have our entire team. Um, we struggled in a sense that our first half of the season, just like last year when you and I talked, um, it's tougher for us. We make our schedule that way. Um, and, and coach and I coach long and I were huge state fans. And, you know, he, he always talks about how Tom Izzo makes his schedules hard, right? He makes his schedules hard. And, and that's kind of what we try to do is we make our schedule hard, um, but we schedule it so that, you know, we know that we have a chance at winning too. Um, but yeah, in that first, you know, the first six, seven games, just like last year, they were tough on us. Not having our entire crew, um, struggling to figure out what kind of offense we need to change it up to. Um, and and the identity is really just something that we we were trying to find. And then you know you know how it is. I mean, we're human. So you play one game, you lose two game, you lose three, four, five, and oh, yeah. and all of a sudden the mentality is just like, man, are we gonna are we gonna win? And um, our girls, I mean, our ladies, they are just phenomenal women. I mean, their mentality is just we're going to go out and we're going to play our hardest, and we're going to give it our all. And we lose today, we're going to come back tomorrow, we're going to play, and we're going to play you the best that we can. And that's what they did. And so um, with the turnaround and the first seven games versus the first seven games of this half of the season has just been a huge turnaround.
0: Look, at from that point on, you go 17 out of 22. Right you win seventeen out of twenty two of your next games um at that point, what sparks that turnaround like what sparks the turnaround for you um going into that game?
1: yeah, um I mean the huge the biggest spark for us is really like coming together and having a whole team, you know mm. um we have practices, and yeah, we had fifteen, but like I said, with players playing uh fall sports, you lose them out to that um you lose them out to them having practices for their fall sports, um some of them actually practice double and so they'll practice one and then they'll come and practice the other um, and so like I said the mentality of them they're just they're just amazing and when we can come together as a crew and we're healthy we we're scary good <laughs> we're scary good so that's kind of what you're seeing this second half of the season is that and the energy our leaders have been phenomenal this year um, the locker room is a lot more different than it was last year the culture, um, within the girls, I mean, you have a, yeah, 15 girls, you're going to have things that go on throughout the entire year. (laughs) Right. Um, but it's just, it's completely different this year. The positivity has grown. Um, and you know, just, it, it's awesome because I read a book, I think it's by John Gordon that, you know, everything kind of happens first in the locker room
0: Mm. and,
1: uh, and it does. So this year you see a lot of love you see a lot of caring for each other. Um, not that you didn't see that last year, but, You've seen that after a year, they've grown with each other, um, and, and they care for each other—not just on the court, but off the court too. And, and the energy and the love for each other is what really sparked us. And especially, you win one, you win two, you win three, you get hungry, and you just keep going, and you're on a roll. So,
0: you guys were on a roll, and you're not making this up. You're not making up the the scary good part, right? Against Johnson University, Florida, you go 92. Um, you beat them 92 to 77. Welch, you beat them 95 to. 40. 54 against yep. Oakland City, 79-75. That was a closer game right before Lake Superior, where you killed, well, I don't want to say killed, where you beat them like <laughs> senseless, 72 to 49. Yep. Um, then Holy Family College 84 to 41. Like, yeah. whoa, that's crazy. What what yeah. type what, what goes into that level of domination in those type of games? You just saw you said you were scary good. When you were able to really watch that unfold. How was that to see this dominance unfolding your team?
1: Yeah, well, you know, um, what I see from my my perspective of things as a coach is you kind of see our first half of the season, we struggled with uh, scoring. Um, and I think even right now we're, we might be averaging 64, maybe 66 or something. So when you start looking at these last seven games, and we're in the 70s, 80s and in Florida, we were in the 90s. Um, the difference is we ran the ball. We ran the ball. And we transitioned well. Um, the last game that we had against Campbellsville, I mean, that was a really, really good game. But um, we played against a really tough team, and we still scored in the, in, in the 80s. Um, and the difference that you can see between those games versus the games that we score 60, 50, 60 um, is – our transition ball. And and that's Mm. when we score and we just run the ball on them. We have players that can run. We have players that can, you know, score and transition. Uh, We have players that are amazing three-point shooters that they'll have a wide open layup and they will pull up and and just pull that three-point shoot shot. So um, that has definitely been a huge thing. The momentum just gets them going. um, And and it's been been awesome. And I don't think it's going to stop because they are hungry right now. (laughs)
0: Look, um, you're absolutely right, and I've seen this over and over again. I've seen your girls pull up, right? And yeah. when they pull up and they shoot the three, as a lot of times they are hitting that three. Oh yeah, yeah. That I don't know how you got. The, I mean, I know the the warrior mentality was kind of going around for a while, and people were getting their three point game up, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and and I saw that during that time too. At the same time, um, your girls seem to be extremely hungry, but also really killer from outside. Um, and I think that's awesome. Plus. Plus, you got to deal with Ashley when you go inside. Okay. Yep. And I think that's the situation. Um, and Ashley, again, leads in block shots. Yep, right? she sure like, does. Phenomenal. Um, one game, she had 16 rebounds. Yeah. Like, what's that about? <laughs> she,
1: <laughs> she is a monster. And I love it because she looks, you look at her and she's so innocent. she's so, um, you know, she's just the smallest, like, skinny, thin girl. But, man, her when she reaches up, you no one, You will not want to go and drive that ball on her. It, unless you've got a really good floater, she's going to get a block on you. Um, and she just gets good position to rebound. Uh, her, obviously, her long arms help her a lot. And, um, you know, last year I think she had a game against Ozarks that she had 24 rebounds. Um, she leads us in blocks, but she also leads the NCCAA Division II in the nation, in blocks as well. Mm. So mm. um she's an amazing player, and I love her. And it's it's almost like if she doesn't play well, we struggle to play well as well. So she's kind of our secret secret weapon, and people know that. You know, if if you're gonna drive it, you better watch out for her.
0: <laughs> Got to watch out for Ashley. Yeah. So let let's talk about this coach to kind of bring it universal. When when a team is suffering, now you, we've talked about. Um, going through the seven game losing streak and then following that up with you know this great comeback, but there's something that has to happen, and it has to be sparked from the coaching staff, from the coaching staff to the players. what as a coach, how do you deal, how do you address your team? as they're going through this seven-game losing streak or when they're struggling, how do you walk in the locker room and talk to your girls and, and get them back, like get their mindset back to where, you know what, we are down now, but we can come back. So what's the mindset going in to um, to a team that's suffering from losing?
1: Yeah, um, and, you know, this is our second year. We kind of experienced it last year. So I don't want to say that they, they knew it was coming, but they knew that our first half of the season was going to be hard. They knew it was going to be challenging. Um, they knew that it was going to make them better. Um, the fact that we had, you know, that losing streak in the beginning, it part of, part of our job as coaches is to let them know and to remind them constantly that they are great basketball players, um, keeping the positivity and telling them that they are good because they are. You know, every college basketball player, if you make it to college, there is a reason why you're there. You're talented enough to play at this level, and that's why you're there. Um, and so we have to constantly remind them that, hey, you have to remember that you are good. You are mm-hmm. good. You are good. Um, the energy that keeps going, we try to remind them of those things. We try to remind them that, you know, it doesn't matter who we're playing. Because a lot of those schools in the beginning of the season were NAIA schools. Um, we played Davenport, which is an NCAA Division II school. Um, and then we had, I think, Kalamazoo College and it was a, D- a D3 school. And so um, we had a lot of, teams that you know can And that's the guy Megan scored 24 points on yeah yep that was crazy and she was shooting very well and um it's it's tough because sometimes it just goes in their ear and out the other because you know you're on a losing streak and and so the positivity is the biggest thing that we have to do and to remind them that guys it's going to turn around it's going to turn around you know and um uh, our coach, you know, he talks a lot about analogies and um, about the ship coming into the port and that, you know, right now our ship is slowly turning around. And I, I remember specifically him telling us when we were playing Aquinas College um, local school here, too, and we lost them by 15 right before a trip down to Florida. And he just said, guys, it's turning around. It's turning around. Um, and it starts with him. He, He's a great leader. Um, he leads us in a great way. His positivity uh, he continues to show each and every single one that, you know, they matter and that we're we're going to turn this ship around together. And so, you know, when, when the girls and, and the players, uh, when they start to buy into that, when they start to believe that and they hear that every day, then then they kind of give – they start to have hope. They start to have faith again. And then you have that big win against Bob Jones, who was a tough uh, a tough team down in Florida there, and NCCAA school, and, and we just – we went off. I mean, when our girls can score, we can score. And so, um, especially that th- the three point shot. Um, our last game, Megan Scollins didn't miss a single shot. She went a hundred percent the entire game. Um, and right now, she's just she's just red hot right now. Even in practice, she's she is not missing a single shot. And so, um, it's exciting to see that. Um, I haven't told you this yet, but we have two of our seniors, Miranda Carlson and Megan Scollins, who were selected to go play down and invite invited down to go play at the, um, Euro basketball showcase. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So,
0: um,
1: they'll be going down and, and playing, uh, three games down there during the final four in New Orleans.
0: Oh, we got to get those interviews.
1: (laughs) Yeah. 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 So that, that'll be exciting is, is to kind of get them on and see what they're feeling. I know they're nervous, but they've already, as soon as they found out, you know, uh, they emailed coach long and I, and, and he sent it out and they were like, Oh yeah, we're on it. So, um, you know, they, they both text and they're like, Hey, coach Ash, when can we get in the gym? When we got to start training, we got to get a nutrition plan. We got to get in the gym and just get shots up. We got to start working on my weaknesses. Like, this is what I want. So they've been training really hard. And, and right now their focus is one thing at a time, right? Regionals, nationals. And at the same time, they've been training really hard for uh, that Euro basketball showcase down in New Orleans.
0: That's, that's amazing. That's incredible. Um, you've been at this program for a little while now this program and and you know and and it's kind of it's recorded that this this program hasn't won a title right and so there's there's been no titles here the question is you've you've mentioned the the, you mentioned the team you mentioned the people on your team and the pieces on your team and how scary good they are when it when it matters right the question is and now with the chemistry and now that you're all together is this a team of destiny
1: you know, it's, it's hard to say. I When we played Campbellsville two weekends ago, um, we came out in the third quarter with a 19-0 run. Um, and we were just on fire. I mean, we were down four at, or three at the half. It was 44-41. And we came out and we were just – we talked and we're like, guys, don't ever let up the pedal. Don't ever let up the pedal. Just go, go, go. And we've been we've been having a really strong third quarter these last few games. And that third quarter, we came out 19-0. and 0. And after the game, I told Coach, I was like, Coach, that was the most uncomfortable 19-point lead we, I've ever experienced in my life. Because Campbellsville is a great team. I mean, they, mm-hmm. every time we scored, they came down and scored. Even though we had that 19, we went on a 19-0 run, and after that, they just kept fighting and fighting. And they would come down, score a bucket. We'd go back down, we'd score a bucket. And it was just like, man, they just would never let up. And so, um, you know, having that energy um, in that game makes me believe in them and us as a team that we can battle with the best teams in the nation right now, which is Arlington, Pensacola, um, Maranatha. And so to say that we'll win it all, I, I mean, I don't, I don't want to say that, but okay. we have a very, very great chance. If we can play to the potential that we've been playing to um, you, you can bet to see us in the national finals there too. In, uh Joplin, Missouri.
0: Look, um, um, we've brought Bree Harris on the show before. Yeah, um, very, very special player. Look, if you don't know what I'm talking about, go look up that interview with Bree Harris. Extremely special player and a phenomenal story as well, um, based on where she's come from and where she is now. Tell me about her impact, um, right now on the team and, and how she's doing and how she's getting along with this team.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, Bree, like you said, man, she's just a special player. I love coaching her because. You can be hard on her, and she knows that all you want is for the best for her, both on the court and off the court. Um, She and I have gotten really close these past two years, and um, very, very unique person. The way that she thinks, she's going to be a great coach one day, Um, and even throughout... The time that she had surgery, when she was done that first half of the season and she was out um, surgery and everything, she came back uh, close to the end of January. I think the first game she came back to is when we played Holy Family College um, out in Wisconsin. And she was just so excited that day that she came back. She said, Coach, I, I got my cast off and she showed it to me. And I was I was the first person to see her. We went in the gym and she was like, look, come on, can you practice uh, passing with me? And she never stopped. She never stopped and even though her her surgery was on her wrist and her hand uh she was running she was running throughout the month or two months i forget how long she was out for but the two months she was keeping in shape she would come to practice she was uh tuning into all the plays that we were running drills anything that she could get into uh she was running sprints with us and you know i just remember one day she she texted me and she goes coach i like i'm struggling like how do i help the team yeah. right now and um I told her, Brie, like, you're doing exactly what you need to do right now. You have to rest. You have to recover. And you can't tell me that you're not doing anything. She's at practice. She's running with us. If we're going, you know, five-on-five scrimmage or running drills that she can't run, she's helping with the clock. She's helping with all of these things. Um, And on the bench, she was helping with stats. And I said, Brie, you are doing exactly what you need to do right now. And she stayed engaged. Um, And her mentality has just been... Phenomenal, great leader for us. Um, she's only a sophomore. So we got her two more years. And um, she's just one of those players that, that Grace got really lucky. We got really lucky to have her. Um, and and for me to be able to coach a player like that.
0: I love it. I love it. So talk to me about um you tell me, um, for instance, you're you're assistant coaching right now, right? You're assistant yeah. head coach right now. Yep. Um like how long I'm well, actually No, you know what? I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that to you. <laughs> I'm not going to do that to you, but tell me, um, tell me, do you, do you foresee, um, you know, it, at any point being a head coach?
1: Absolutely. Um, I mean, I see in my end goal that I want to be a head coach um, to say what level I, I think that my, my dreams are big. So I want to be able to coach at a D one school. Um, but I think that the more that I'm starting to think about things and it's like, There's nothing wrong with where I'm at right now. Um, And I would say, and it's not even wrong, but I think that the only thing for me is it would be amazing to be able to do this as a full-time job, you know, to coach as a um, full-time coach, um, whether that's assistant coaching or head coaching. um, I would love to head coach one day, but if if God's plan has me here for the next five years, that's where I'm at. If he has me assistant coaching somewhere else, that's great. If I'm going to be a head coach in the next two, three years, even better. Right. Um, and sometimes you get so stuck with the process of when is it my turn? When is it my turn? Um, and, and as a young coach, I mean, I'm only in my second year. Um, but like last year, I could see the difference because it was always like, man, look at all my friends, the people that I've met, they're like moving up. Um, when is it going to be my big break? And then <clears throat> you sit back and you think you're like, Hey, it's it's only your second year. It's only your first year. So you know, do your time. And um, when the time is right, it's yeah. it's going to come for you.
0: Cool. Tell me something. How's the support? Because you guys are on this winning streak. How's the support at Grace? How's the support from the rest of the students? How, how Are they are they there at the games? Are they supporting? How how does that look?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, we had that last game. Let's see. What was our last game there? Senior night was Great Lakes Christian. Um, they're from Lansing, so they're about an hour east of us, and they are they are technically one of our rivals. They're in our region. Rivals? Um, that yeah. game was eighty three fifty six. It was, but it's <laughs> it's one of those games where uh, you don't know what they're gonna come out with because okay. we played them at Little Caesars Arena. We had a terrible game, and we only beat them by two. <laughs> okay. okay. Yeah. Which, if you look at last year, we we blew them out too, but. Um, it's just one of those games because the boys have won national championships and they beat Great Lakes too. Um, It kind of tacks onto it because all the other schools that we play are in Tennessee, they're in Kentucky, and we don't really have that like rival feel. Mm. Um, So it's uh, the the students, um, the staff, they're starting to come around more. That game was just packed, jam-packed, filled. Um, And it was an awesome atmosphere because – uh for the first time it there might have been a couple more games we only had 11 games at home this year um but for the first time it was like man there's a cool student section um and and they just they're starting to come out and it i love it you know i love it the staff they're excited they're following us watching the live streams um, and you get back to campus from away trips or the next day from a home game and they're like, hey, great game yesterday, man, you guys are on fire. So it's really nice to hear that people are following our program, getting to know who we are um, from, from the perspective of the women's side. The men's side, they're they're phenomenal. I mean, I think they're ranked first or second right now. Um, and they're, you know, they won a national championship last year. I think they're at six, maybe seven. So Excuse me. Um, it's it's awesome to be able to try to help build the women's program here.
0: So tell me this. What is it going to mean to your your team? And what will it mean to the school if you guys are able to finish this thing off and win a championship?
1: Oh Man, it's it's going to be a special one, a very special one, because um, first it'll be the very first one. in in school history to my knowledge i i I haven't seen a single banner i think the only banner i've seen was a final four appearance and then a regional championship maybe in 2016 um so the very fact that it's going to be the very first one um the fact that it's going to be with this special group and all the things all the obstacles that we had to overcome this year um it's going to be exciting especially if you know, I was saying, man, both of the both of our teams, men's and women's program is so good. How cool it'd be to come back on the bus. Oh with two banners. You okay. Know? Um, so it, it it'll be very special and um the girls they they're gonna love it. Uh we have two we have four seniors on the team that would love to bring a banner home as well. So trying to trying to do that for them to the school and uh the program.
0: And knowing your story, because you've come through the ranks of all types of coaching, right? Like super literally <laughs> all yeah. the way up, right? You've kind of walked through the ranks. What would it mean for you to to walk away with the title?
1: Yeah, I mean, I to me, it's it would be my very first title too, right? And being in my second year, um, like you said, knowing my, knowing my story, it mean the world to me uh, to have that first one, and to just know what it took to get here, um, and to that point. Um, but really the opportunity that, you know, my head coach gave me, because like you said, I mean, I, I, I didn't coach at a varsity team. I didn't come from another college. He gave me that opportunity. And um, I'm very, very thankful, very grateful for that opportunity. And I've learned a lot from him uh, and our coaching staff uh, from our A.D. Um, they've just it, it's awesome to be around a Christian um, atmosphere where people continue to support you in your dreams um, and that you can just. You can aim high, right? You can aim high and they're going to be there with you. Um, and so it, it'd mean the world to me and uh, and I know it'd mean the world to the girls if we could if we can help with with getting that done.
0: Talk to me, um, this, this final thing I have this final question, and we ask it all the time, right? Um, but I'm going to ask you this time, um, how can we, as the people who are listening to this, the people who support the podcast, how can they pray for you as you and your team are moving forward this year?
1: Uh, Yeah, the biggest thing is injuries, right? So pray for injuries, pray for sickness. Uh, Last week we had like two or three practices where we had like four or five players out because because of the flu going around. Mm. Um, We had a player that had flu and strep. Um, We had players that are still suffering from, you know, injuries. And so just prayer to to heal um, and to be with us injury-free. Uh, travel safely and to go down and ultimately just uh, glorify God and all that we do. So
0: I tell you what, this story is glorifying to God and I'm going to tell you why. Um, So last year, I didn't I didn't know. I knew this was coming. Like, I knew wins were coming. Mm-hmm. I knew success was coming. And we talked about this, right? Yeah. Like, we we dove into it. I knew it was all coming because of who you had on the team and how young your team was, but how successful they were while being young, right? And now it's kind of all coming to fruition. And I do believe this is a team of destiny. I do think, and even, no matter how it all ends, no matter how it all ends right? It's still glorifying the guy because of where you come from and how hard you work to be where you are now. So I'm proud to say that I got ahead of the curve and I was here (laughs) and I was here, right? When it was like, okay, we're getting there, right? But now I feel like there's a lot of confidence going into, um, going into the tournament, there's a lot of confidence and I'm fully expecting to see those great tweets where Grace is moving on. That's what I'm expecting.
1: Yeah, we're excited too. Hey, Rick, and we're always so thankful for you and Uh, that you continue to follow us, you continue to support us um, and just follow us and see what kind of success we're having, what kind of failure we're going through um, and being with here, uh, here with us through, through it all. So we appreciate you putting us out there. We appreciate you following and, and caring and um, wondering how everyone's doing and putting these stories out.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I just, I love, I love to follow the story. It's a great story to follow. Um, And a lot of people, like I always say this, a lot of people don't even know that the NCCAA exists. And because they don't know, they have to know, right? Right. They have to know that there are stories like this. There there are teams who are giving it, they're all highly talented teams. And I think that's another thing they don't know, right? They don't know how talented, how deep the competition is, how hard the, how you know, deep the level of competition goes. They need to know this stuff. And they need to know the hearts of the people who are coaching like you, and they need to know your story. I think it's awesome, so I have to tell it.
1: Thank you. I appreciate that.
0: Absolutely. We thank you for joining us. All right, y'all. We out. <laughs> I don't do the most, but I do a lot. I'm going to make a toast because we still alive. No big. I feel like Pac. I shoot a shot. I'm coming in. (laughs)